0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to MST. After missing sound up this week, unfortunately, we're back with another episode of MST. And this week, we are not joined by a guest. Uh, We're starting to consider how we're going to run this. And I think we're going to do a couple episodes. What do we do? Five stories, right?
1: Yeah, we're, we're at about five stories right now.
0: Okay, we did me, you, Q... Marcus and Terry and, Terry, and John, so yeah, and John, so six, so six. So we'll probably do uh like seasons of stories. I think that's a good way to do it. So we'll have, I guess, the first six people, including us, would be like the first season of stories, and then we'll probably do a couple weeks of other stuff, and then we'll go back get more uh people who want to talk, and then we'll do like six weeks of stories again. I think that's a good way to do this.
1: Sometimes it's our... sometimes it's a matter of, like, we have, like, a lot of good ideas of who, like, people that we could talk to, um, and but sometimes it's just a matter of how schedules line up, too. So sometimes it's yeah. kind of tough.
0: We don't, we haven't been, we've been pretty busy with work, so... We can't really find schedules that match up. It's hard for us to even match up our schedules, and then on top of that, having somebody else who also works. So um, as of right now, we're just going to go these next couple weeks probably with some different kind of stuff for you guys to listen to. And I think it's a good way to mix it up, and it kind of builds, um, I guess, like a sense of hype for when people we come back with more stories. So that's how we're going to do it uh, for now. It'll probably be another two weeks or so before we have another story. But uh, anyways, today we're going to get into it on uh, kind of like the differentiation between high school, college, and professional sports, what it means to society, people, uh, what, it, what it does to the culture, and just how the three are different and how they can impact um, people, areas, states, the country, and we're just going to get into that a little bit. I yeah. know uh, Eric has some notes on it, so we'll have him kick it off. Eric, you got something yeah. to say, Bob?
1: All right, so, so um, the first thing I kind of wanted to just start with is like the idea of um, high school sports. Um, I think, like, obviously, we should just start there, seeing where that's the beginning stages, I guess. Um, yeah. So like I think called I mean uh, high school sports is super uh important to not only um, getting kids in your school district you know to come out and play a sport, be active, stuff like that, but high school sports is like huge for a community too, and I think um I just wanted to kind of like talk about it. You know, in different aspects, not only like the competition levels and stuff, because like competition levels of high school sports vary so much. I mean, you have, you have you know, prep schools, you have prep, you know, prep and private schools, um, you know, and then you have like uh, Christian schools, which are, are like just any school with like religion ties to it in general. Like they just like less kids attend those schools, so um, like less competition. Um, actually, I wouldn't say less competition. Actually, yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it, right? Less competition.
0: I mean, just, you're going to find kids there that are very skilled, but not yeah. as many, probably a smaller pool of kids.
1: Exactly. That's, that's the best way to put it. So um, I just think, like, from a competition standpoint, you can't really generalize anything because there's just so many um, different aspects of high school sports. But I think to a community, what high school sports means is, like, um, I don't know it's just like smaller communities find a way to come together around certain teams so for example like a high school football team it's it's easy to rally around um yeah. a team you know what I mean like that even yeah. if you're even if you're an older person too like uh Kenny chesney sings a, like a really good song called the Boys of Fall and he talks about what it's like playing high school football like under the lights on Friday like that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. So,
0: yeah, when I, when I think of like high school sports and their importance, um, like the first thing that comes to my mind is, um, kind of depends on your location and what it means to the community. Uh, I know personally for like our town, um, football is probably the biggest sport, even though it might not be our best sport, but it's probably the one people rally around most because all the boosters, uh, we have a big stadium, a lot of fans. We play yeah. Class A, which is the top – well, Class B now, actually, but it's uh, one of the top divisions in the state. So um, I think football's a big one in Maine, probably probably the big one in Maine. Um, not a whole lot of, like, competition in a lot of other sports. And when I think of high school sports, the first two that even stick out to me, like anywhere, would be football and basketball. yeah. Um, I don't, like. it just depends on your location. Like if you go to, it's going to be, it's going to vary too. Cause like you look here, we're in Maine. It's like, and the competition level is, especially in public schools, it's pretty, uh, pretty average, but you have like, you'll have some standout guys that you'll see every on every probably one, one or two guys on every team that stick out of the pack, but the rest are kind of just, you know, high school athletes. Um, but if you go to somewhere in like high school football and you go to Texas and yeah. down south it's like it's crazy that's like life to them like there's TV shows about that shit. yeah um, I, I just yeah it all comes down to location but so, I'd say uh, yeah football's probably like the top where we are and then if you go to like California I'd probably say basketball's the big big thing over there in LA and stuff like that.
1: I've seen, yeah, and and I've seen it both ways. Cause I went to um, a public school and then I went to a private school, which, that like football wise, we we played pretty good competition, and it was a prep school and whatever, and like, you know, you were able to recruit kids, and the competition was pretty good, but not like compared if you were to go to a school in New Jersey or you were to go out to Texas, like you said, like football wise competition, it's not even close. Like it's clear cut, like New Jersey and
0: even even like within the in the uh, region like Maine versus mass dude we, yeah. Maine would get slaughtered by mass.
1: I've seen that it, too.
0: It's mostly because of the, the population has a lot to do with it. you know you have more pickings in Massachusetts. you have Boston bigger city, you know
1: yeah, kind of. depends. Then...
0: You see that here um, specifically Maine like Portland, South Portland all those teams, which is, like, the bigger cities in our state, always have the best teams in pretty much every sport, so.
1: Yeah, and it's then, like, to basketball-wise, too, like, when I was at Tilton, which is a prep school, that's one of the best, um, like, that, that division that um, the basketball team played in, it's, like, one of the best divisions in the entire country for basketball. Yeah. So, like, which is crazy to think of, because it was in New Hampshire, but um, it's just, like, I don't know, it's just, like, you can't really generalize a high school's um, uh, competition level, but I think yeah, what what tough. things do for like a community, I think that's the that's the coolest part of high school sports.
0: Yeah, um, like like I love in high school. I love going to football games. Um, even our team was never that good at Noble. Uh, we kind of sucked. I mean. <laughs> I hate to say that <laughs> to the guys if they're listening, because uh, you know they're good. They're good guys, but we, they weren't like the team wasn't good overall. Um, but you know, going to the games alone was fun. You know, just the fans. We there's a is usually packed. Probably had like I'd probably say what like four or five hundred fans. Yeah, it's going
1: few hundred. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, and and you know it's loud. It's you get a whole fan section. Um, there's even like homecoming. There's a tailgate in the parking lot before the games and stuff, which is crazy in Maine. Um, I didn't really get to go to a whole lot because I worked on Fridays and that was the night they play Friday night every week. So that was like the thing to look forward to for the week, for the community. And, uh, that's in Maine alone. If you talk somewhere bigger, like Texas, I don't even want to know like how big the the stands are.
1: It's absurd. insane.
0: And, um, yeah, but you see that a lot. Um, I think yeah, in our community specifically, um, yeah, it just gives like the people something to look forward to, especially when we're in a state like Maine that doesn't have like professional sports. I mean, we have like the Sea Dogs and stuff, but like that's in the summer, and like we don't we don't have any other professional sports. So yeah, it's kinda closest like Boston. You, you, reside, you reside on your communities. Yeah. Um, like the local high school teams, like maybe even the local colleges, but, um, every week there was always something to do on a Friday night if football was in season. So, and, and the boosters are crazy and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's, booster. There's always events going on too.
1: Exactly. And like booster programming is so huge in, in high school, like, um, trying to build up like a reputation and like a good foundation for a high school sports team is, like, yeah. the number one thing.
0: So Getting money to get a yeah. good equipment, good stuff for your players, um, nice jerseys. That's a big part of high school yep. especially. Uh, nice jerseys, you know, everybody likes, like, the, the, the culture of, like, cleats and stuff like that or basketball shoes, that's a big thing because, you know, it kind of substitutes. It gives you that big game feel if you have those things, especially in a state like Maine where the competition isn't the best. Um, So yeah, just the little things I think in high school, especially in our area, make, uh, make it big. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd say high school sports, like obviously there's way better high school sports elsewhere. And they probably don't mean as much to us as they do. in you know, the bigger States, but um, there's there's a good chance you can encourage somebody to play. And that's the other thing. In Maine, um, we, like the kids, pretty much everybody makes a team. There's not really any cuts. So it gives, especially at public schools, it gives kids a good opportunity to play sports and gives them another outlet, something to do uh, throughout their years at high school. Um, pretty much anybody can compete if you just work enough and – it gives you that uh like i feel like it's like a small at the bigger schools in the state like the bigger high schools and stuff it gives you like that small college vibe before yeah. college yep
1: definitely like um like you saying that makes me think of schools like um like bitterford i think they do a pretty good job um like i think they have pretty good facilities their football field definitely is is d- like one of the coolest um they almost have a full stadium. Yeah. And then, um, like, even a school like like Noble's rival, Marshwood, I think they do a really, really good job um, yeah. in all of their sports.
0: And it, that's becoming more popular, too, nowadays, As you see, like, the media. Because just a couple years ago, um, I know in high school, like, Maybe your school did, but I know Noble didn't have, like, media pages or anything for, like, individual sports. Yep. Not even, like, a Noble Knights, like, athletic page on Instagram or Twitter or anything. But now they have, like, a Noble Knights athletic page, a Noble Knights, like, baseball, football, basketball, Instagram. They have them all. Um, They're hiring people, like athletic directors to do jobs like media posting and stuff, social mm-hmm. media marketing for high school, which is crazy because we didn't have that even two years ago.
1: Hiring more alums. I think that's huge.
0: Yeah, it's it's getting – yeah, having somebody who was in the community at, to coach too especially. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of like growing more and more every year. I mean, personally, in our area, I think we're going to see a little bit of a talent dip.
1: <laughs> yeah. I agree.
0: Um, <laughs> over the next couple of years. <laughs> this is kind of like, I feel like these are like the, the years coming up are like, the, it's going to be like interesting to watch if I ever go to a high school game, which I probably won't um, because I have no reason to. But if I were to go, I feel like it'd be a different vibe because you have yeah. a lot, it's like a different generation of kids. Like we were kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to put it in any certain way, but our <laughs> class was like, or the last couple of classes were just like, I don't know, like cared more about athletics.
1: Yeah, I, I feel and, that way too. And now we
0: have kids. I'm not saying there's some kids that don't care, but um, I don't know. Just like looking down, playing varsity, and then looking down at JV and seeing what JV was like last year, two years ago compared to what it was when we played it's, like, just a huge drop or a huge difference. Um, um, I don't know if, like, other schools' JV teams are getting better or anything. but
1: I can I completely another, agree.
0: Another good way to grow high school sports, I think, would be to have JV playoffs. Yes. I think that would be cool because, um, you know, you got good teams, kids that can compete. I know, like, you know – like our JV baseball team freshman year tied the varsity baseball team in a scrimmage.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and like going back, going back a little bit on like what you're saying about like the generations of of high school athletes, I think it's just I'm I don't know I'm oh. se- definitely seeing it around here. I don't know, obviously I only live here, but um, I think as a entire like um country, we've kind of come to this point where like. We all accept okay, and like we're at a point where it's just about high school sports. is just about having fun, and I think that's completely, like that has completely changed since I think, we've yeah. just been in high school.
0: I think that's okay though. Now, I don't think it should be like everybody gets a trophy. Okay. Or anything like that, but I think it's okay that it's all about fun because that's kind of what high school should be. I mean, it should be competitive, but it should also be fun at the same time.
1: I agree. Um, and I think you have
0: you have some athletes like athletes that want to go to college and play, they can be pushed harder than some of the athletes that are just playing in mm-hmm. high school.
1: or I they mean, can you even have
0: team expectations, but yeah,
1: they could even transfer too if they wanted to to a a, um, yeah. a sports academy or or anything like that or prep school or something. So yeah, I agree with that.
0: And um, I was going to say something, but I, I forgot what it was. Um, but, oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was something along the lines of just like going into this uh, next generation of, I think it's more like less about the, the actual like on field. And I, this is everywhere, not just me. Um, A lot more about like the culture of it, the look and the feel of the game, rather than the game itself. You see a lot more kids, you know, or parents buying their kids, or kids getting shoes for basketball. Mm. That's become way bigger. And like, you look back, even if I look back a couple years ago in my high school, you got kids weren't wearing like these crazy basketball shoes that kids have now. It was more like. You know, I got these basic Nikes <laughs> or whatever, but now it's it's all about the look. It's all about the accessories. Accessories are huge. Basketball, football,
1: and you know what—that comes from the top. That comes from professional athletes.
0: Yeah, and that's where yeah, that's up. where all that comes from. And that's be- that, and you can see that influence has changed because of things like media. Social yep. media has brought such a has been such a game changer at all levels of sports. Um, so these influencers can influence kids in the high school level to do, to be more like them. And, And, uh, that's kind of what high school turned into. I think I was seeing it as I was like playing out my last few years. I'm like, there's a lot of these kids that care less about the sport and that's not a bad thing. That's like their own personal opinion. And, uh, they're just kind of here for fun and they're here, you know, to look the part they're here to throw on a uniform, play for the school. While they can and they're ready to move on already, but I mean that's that's their thing. I was always more competitive than that, but you know, it's just the way I played. Like Michael Jordan said, "If you yep. don't like it, then, uh, you can leave." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but I think that the the point of me wanting to kind of um, talk about this on this podcast is because like if you're listening to this podcast, you have an interest in sports and you have a and you have a love for the game that you play, but. I think that you're. I, I like to m- try and make the tie for our, like, not only for our listeners, but for us as well. Um, kind of make that tie between high school, college, and professional sports because there is a tie. Like, there is, like, everything comes from, you know, everything stems from the professional sports level because that's what everyone, you know, professional yeah. college sports, I guess.
0: And, uh, but. I think we can hop into college now because I have a, yeah. like a thought on that right off the bat. Um, so I, as you all, um, some of you heard my story and some of you know me, I play Division three sports, which is um, competitive um, still nevertheless, but it's also like more of a – it's a little more laid-back environment. It's kind of like – it's like an upgraded version of high school. It's like taking – the best, best baseball player from every public school in the state and putting them on, like, six different teams. Yep. And we all play each other, which is still very competitive. But, you know, it's not our biggest priority all the time, which I'm okay with because I like to focus on school and stuff like that. But there's still that culture in the game that you're talking about where you're seeing the transition of media influencing from the top athletes to – uh, high college levels, lower college levels, and high school and stuff like that. And even middle school now. It's getting crazy. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, there's like seventh graders on Instagram. I, I don't even remember when I got my Instagram, but it was probably like 10th grade. But um, anyways, like uh, just I'd be a lower level college player. I consider my team like lower level college and you know, we still have like sponsors and stuff like that from sports and we, we are, my team alone is sponsored by Adidas. So Mm -hmm. Adidas baseball and stuff like that. So like just that thought in myself, like, okay, my team sponsored by Adidas, it kind of gives me a sense of like, Oh, I'm sponsored by Adidas in a way. And you know, I, I, I look to buy Adidas gear, Adidas cleats, um, you know, anything, Adidas accessories I can buy, Um, even, like, off-the-field stuff, you know, for trips and stuff, Um, Adidas, like, water bottles, all that shit, I try to get Adidas because, you know, it feels like it's – it makes it more than what it actually is, and it kind of feels like a sense of, like, professional sports – like, I'm not only playing for my school, but I'm playing for the Adidas brand, even though very indirect. But it gives me that sense of, like, I'm playing at a high level because of this school sponsorship that we have. So
1: For sure. And know. any, like, any division of college athletics, whether it's junior college, which, to be honest with you, you can have plenty of D1 talent on a junior oh, college yeah. On a junior, college junior college
0: is great. Ju- ju- uh, Juco is becoming the route now.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: a lot of kids are going that way. Um, personally, I know a lot of baseball players as well. I mean, baseball is yeah. not a huge college sport, but I know so many kids that are like, OK, I want to play higher than Division two or higher than Division three. I'm going to go Juco, play two years, transfer out, play two years at a university. And, you know, they have to go down south. We have Juco schools up here. But that's more of like, um, like it, Juco, uh, JUCO schools up north are like kind of just like okay, I played a high school sport. They're kind of they're just community colleges with sports. It's like I played a high yep. school sport. I still kind of want to play. I'm going to community college. Might as well play a sport. But JUCO schools down south are the kids that are like okay, I want to play Division one sports, but I don't have a scholarship. I'm going to go here, and. You know, they're really talented players. Exactly. And I know guys that, um, like, if you can play, you can play. And mm-hmm. That's plain and simple. Uh, a lot of that goes along with um, basketball especially. You'll have guys that go to smaller schools, Division three schools, um, football as well. Not as much in baseball, but there's guys that I know that could play higher levels of um, schools. And it, it was just more comfortable. It's all about the fit. Um, that it creates for the player. Like there's a YouTuber I watch called, uh, his name's Devante Friga and he was a division three basketball player. And he he was pretty like, he was a higher division three, like his team was in the NCAA tournament for the division. But you know, he's, he's on YouTube now, like inspiring like division three athletes, you know, D three lives matter, stuff like that. (laughs) And, uh, I guess that's an interesting time to bring that up, but um, don't take that the wrong way. But um, yeah, so he's like creating this platform for like lower level colleges and lower level players. He plays with Division One players and he's beating these Division One players one on one. And like like I said, if you can play, you can play. Yep. Well, the, the top ten percent of athletes in high school sports move on to college. The other ninety mm-hmm. percent don't play, which is crazy. So if you're if you're like ever you know depressed or I don't know how to put it but like you feel like you didn't make it Questioning. like you did like you're the top 10% of athletes in the whole country so
1: and yeah. and like I don't think where um all right so there's a there's a way I want to put this but I think that where you're from doesn't really um matter when it comes down to how you play or how well you are at your sport um, because if you're good enough a coach will come and find you college and yeah like, so I to like,
0: get found in college I mean they're, they're going to come be
1: Jake Jake plays division 3 sports I played division 2 sports and then you and like me and Jake both know guys playing division 1 sports and we also both both know people personally we know people that are playing professional sports so I think it's um it's pretty important to understand the, like the idea that in, in the guys that we know playing professional sports, um, you know, Michael Carter Williams, I know personally, he came from a small town, you know, in Massachusetts. So like, you know, like Massachusetts, really? Like people, a lot of the time people would be like, there's, you know, the talent compared to guys out in, you know, California or um, Texas or New York or whatever, like they can't, they won't have the same opportunity as those guys. But, I mean, he made it, and he's from Massachusetts. And then, um, you know, Jake's uh, older brother played with Ryan McKenna, who's now – he was drafted by the um, Orioles in, what, 2014 or 15?
0: Yeah, something
1: like that. Yep, playing, you know, Major League Baseball. And he's from – he lives in our town and but played for a school in New Hampshire. So, literally, the town over. So, I don't know. It's just like if you're – if you're aspiring to be a great athlete or to be a college athlete, like you can do it. Like it's not even it's not even a question. It, the coach will come and find you. Like if you're good enough, the coach will find you.
0: So yeah, location isn't a big thing in sports, especially in this area, like the Northeast region. Um, I know a lot of the kids that I play against on uh, some of the teams up north in Maine. Come from those high schools in Maine, and uh, it's just like uh, usually at the Division three level, you kind of stay within state um, or in the, within the like the region or the uh, just the area a couple states away. Um, but you know, I think the biggest difference is that like Division one level, where you got people that are gonna go across the country to play a sport. Because they have a dream they're chasing them, they have a shot, um, but like 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 we said, like you can play college sports if you just have your mind to it. You work hard, you get yourself out there, you put your name out there. People are gonna, coaches are gonna find you, and yep. uh, everybody has the opportunity to play college sports, and I mean everybody. Um, no matter no matter what sport you play, there's there's gonna be a school that has the sport you play, and you're gonna be able to compete if you just work at it and like
1: uh, and like we said before, like division doesn't you know any college sport is is very um is very competitive any college yeah. you're not you're not gonna join a college team that's that's anywhere close to a high school team, and that's just a fact because like first off colleges have more money, and second off um you know you're just getting you it's these teams are recruiting so they're recruiting players from around so you're going to get more like competition.
0: Yeah, they're recruiting the best players from each school.
1: Yeah. Whether um, it's division 3 or D1.
0: And I know personally um, there's a I forget there was a high school team was like um, you play for this school like play our high school team. And we'll beat you, or something like that. I forget what it was, but I heard somebody say that once, and I was like, "Really? Your high school team of, you know, maybe two, three good players. Okay, maybe your two or three good players are better than our every player on our team, but we got forty guys that are capable of playing just below your level, and you you got to think of that each each player is the best." of the crop, especially in Maine, each player, especially in baseball as well. Um, each player is the best of the crop in, from each school, each class, you're going to find somebody that goes to a different school. Like I said, Hussan is up North. Those are the best, every, all the good baseball players in Bangor and which are like the state championship high school team. They go there. Um, I, I would to, uh, I'm not gonna say I was the best on the team, but I was one of the better players on my high school team, and I went to another Division three school. I know kids that were across town went to Division three schools and Division two schools and stuff like that. So, like like we said, it's gonna be competitive no matter where you go, and I think the uh, culture in college sports is as close to professional as it gets nowadays. I agree. Um, with you know, t. Uh, universities and colleges and campuses investing more and more money into their athletic programs. Um, The the change that they made with the uh, players being able to receive uh, money for their likeness and their names. That's huge. That's that's a giant step for uh, the NCAA. They finally did something right. Uh, (laughs) And um, and there's also other there's besides the NCAA there's NAIA. Um, I almost went that route. It's like a similar to a Division two competitive level. Yep. Um, and when when you look at uh, there's here's another thing I want to mention real quick before we move on to professional sports. You look at um, Division two and Division three. Obviously, Division is the top of the crop. I mean, you have Division two and Division three players that could probably play Division one. Um, but they're not going to be as highly competitive as some of the players up there. That's those are the kids that are sought after across the country, getting recruited by coaches. But when you look at Division two and Division three, it kind of depends on what you're looking for. Because personally, I was I obviously go to a Division three school, but I was recruited by Division two schools as well. And when I like when I look back on making my decision, I was like, you know, Division two, II, Division three. Um, it's not D one. It's like, I feel like I have the same, I'm, I'm playing at a similar competitive level and it depends on where you're going as well, what state you play in and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I was looking for, there's a lot of teams like the top tier of division three could be a lot of like the bottom tier of division two teams in pretty much any sport. Um, it just depends on like the team's history. I know in Maine USM um, University of Southern Maine huge baseball school they, they're nationally ranked like number two or every year number six like in that range and uh, they they can be you know they can play with Division one team like you maine a lower end division one baseball team they can probably beat them um, so it's it's kind of just where and what it is what sport, um, where you're playing. And like I said, it's, it's all the similar competition level within division two and division three. It kind of, unless you're higher end of each division, but, uh, either way you're going to have good competition no matter where you play. And, uh, when, if you're making a decision between division two and division three and like the sole thing that sticks out to you is the number D two or D three, that's, you're not, you're not playing for the right reason. You're not making the decision for the right reason. You, you want to, if you're going to go that route, and your dream is not to go professional or move to the next level, and you have the choice between Division two, II, Division three, go for the best fit, go where you'll get the best academic career you can get, uh, which school is giving you the most money, whatever your circumstances, go where you can uh, have the best college experience all around, not just athletically, because Division two, and ultimately that's why I chose Division three school, because you know I had the chance to play some higher competition but I'm still playing in a competitive conference and I chose division three because of the school and what it offers academically. So don't get the perception based on a two, a three, a one, uh, a JUCO, even a community college, a local community college, that that's going to, that's going to negate what you are as an athlete. Um, You're worth what you can, uh, what you can get and what you put into it. So uh, you're going to be able to compete anywhere if you set your mind to it.
1: Yep and just like and like you said it best whatever you're willing to put into it is what you're going to get out of it if you go to uh you know a JUCO school it gives you an opportunity to transfer to any division school yeah. after that whether you know if you want to put in the work you really can put in the work and become a division 1 athlete and become a professional yeah, athlete so you said and, it best in that case
0: and you know it's it's for the like if you love the game for the right reasons at the end of the day you want to play I'd yep. rather be uh, the star player on a Division three team than a bench warmer on a Division one team. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's what you're in it for. And if you're in it for the reason to have the D2 over the D3 or the D1 over the D2, personally, I don't agree with your standpoint. But if that's what you're all about to look in the uh, idea of going to a highly competitive school, considering that's in quotation marks, I just did it, you just didn't see it. <laughs> you're um, doing it for the wrong reasons, do it for the love of the game and what you're looking for in
1: life. Yep. I completely agree. And so that brings us to professional sports. And if I could just say one thing, like right off the bat with professional sports, these guys, like these professional athletes, these guys are the leaders. They're the promoters. They're the, um, uh, like what, what's the word I'm looking for? The, like the leaders, the promoters, and just like, the people who are, you know, putting their careers in front of kids that are like aspire to be like them, yeah, and so influencers. influencers. Yep, that's the word right there. So these guys, you know, if you if you know if if I were to ever become a professional athlete, I, I think this is the best way I could say it. If I were to ever become a professional athlete, I would am, completely embrace the fact that I'm you know, putting my career in front of these kids that, you know, want to be, I wouldn't say want to be like me, but because that sounds a little cocky, but like, that's kind of like the coolest thing to think of is, you know, a little kid looking up to you. Like, that's how I, I would, you know, feed off that. I would push myself to be better, um, a better person, a better leader, a better person in the community. Um, so I think that's the coolest thing. Of being a professional athlete, you know, off the court or off the field, so
0: definitely. Um, I know, you know, growing up, I looked up to professional athletes. Everybody has a few influences, um, and it's it's a lot for like back, uh, like when we were kids, it was more for the play style of the player, or how good they were. But now I look more into it as players I like aren't just good. They can be players that are average, but, you know, they do things. They approach the, the game a different way on the field or off the field or on the court or off the court. That draws me to them. Or, you know, um, the things they do in their free time, if they're similar personalities to me, they like to, you know, do other stuff like play video games in their free time. They like to go fishing, stuff like that. They like to grill, you know, (laughs) but, um, yeah. So it's, it kind of comes down to my influences have changed from less about who's good and who the best player is kind of like a bandwagon sense, I guess, to more of a, um, I like this guy because of what he does on and off the court and, uh, you know, and that can be shown through social media, and that's why that's changed so much. Um, professional athletes are no longer given the platform of just, you know, playing and using that platform of playing the game and going into a post-game interview. Now they can display their lives on the internet for kids to see everywhere. Um, even Not even professional athletes alone. Influencers on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTubers... Um, no matter what element of life you're in, uh, there's always going to be somebody that can be there to influence you. Um, I look on YouTube. You know, YouTube's such a creative platform, and uh, I've always wanted to get into YouTube. I know me and Eric have both tried a million times, uh, <laughs> but it's it's a good platform for. And we won't try again. To go... <laughs> yeah, it's a good platform for anybody to go anywhere and look into what you want to look into, and uh, you know, there's. Literally anything, there's going to be an influence, especially in sports. Uh, the professional level of sports is, you know, there's so much that goes into it. Style, fashion. Fashion's huge these days. Um, I know that's something I look into a lot, you know. Um, not even just, like, signature shoes. Um, like, NBA. I'm, I'm a big fan of the NBA. So I look at uh, player signature sh- uh, shoes, what clothes they're wearing, what style clothes they're wearing, players I like. Just all that stuff, man. There's so much that can be uh, shown on social media. And there's so many things that you can buy and, you know, things that your favorite players can do that makes you want to be like them nowadays that it's like you're trying to replicate who they are almost. Mm-hmm. Um, like you look at it, if you want to look at a real world ex- or like an active example, like – just based on their, their game, their style of play. Um, you, you have, like, a guy like Steph Curry who revolutionized basketball. Now everybody wants to play like that. Um, everybody wants to shoot threes and stuff like that. A guy who changed the game. And now you have the second coming of Steph Curry and Trey Young, who are very similar players. And it's that was a matter of, you know, Trey Young's probably the player Trey Young is because of Steph Curry. And... Um, Just the way the games change, not even basketball alone, football, everything, baseball, hockey, whatever sport it is, there's influence everywhere. And uh, professional sports is at an all-time high right now, and I don't even want to know what it's going to look like when it gets back. And all these sports are back in business and whatever. Um, And speaking of that real quick, you know, not that I care, but the MLS is coming back, Major League Soccer. So if you're into that, that's coming back. I don't remember the dates because I could honestly care less. But uh, that's coming back. If,
1: you,
0: if you're I uh, I don't even know what the soccer team around here is.
1: Nah, uh, uh, isn't it? Uh, uh. I
0: have no idea. I know like two soccer teams. I know the Seattle Sounders and the LA Galaxy. There's
1: the New one. England
0: team. New yeah, I know what I know. It's I know it's New England something.
1: But it starts with an E. Revolution. R R right? yeah. Is it that
0: revolution? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't care. Whatever. I don't care about soccer. Um, Well, it's back
1: July 8th in case you guys were wondering.
0: So, you know, we're starting to see sports come back. That's kind of the gist. Like, And I don't even want to know what media is going to look like. You thought media was, like, overwhelming. Social media, Instagram, your Instagram feed was overwhelming before. Just wait wait until sports come back. It's going to be twice as much coming at you every day.
1: I agree, and and I think that puts us in a good spot to kind of like end this. But like you said, I can't wait for sports to come back because like the guys you've looked up to your your either your whole life or just guys that you love watching play the game. It's just like uh, I don't even know.
0: Yeah, it's just so well,
1: dope. That
0: that reminds me, like I'm like I look at it now. I'm still that same. Little kid like that watched sports and loved sports. And now that I think about it, like, I've grown up. uh, Some of, like, my favorite players in basketball are my age or younger. And that's crazy to me. And to think that I'm kind of looking up to these guys. um, And we're a similar age and we grew up in the same era. Um, it, the guys that I know that are playing at high level, uh, playing high level sports, seeing them like Marcus, I mean, I don't personally know him, but you do seeing yeah. him on sports center, you went to school with him. That's, that's crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's just wild to think that, you know, we've grown this, age, we've grown to be this old and we still look at sports the same way. And, uh, we still look at players that influence us that are our age or younger, like Zion is younger than us, which is crazy because he's like one of the biggest name in sports. And, uh, it's a dude that's younger than us. And I don't, I don't even know. It's just, it's just crazy how sports, uh, how I've grown with sports and how we've grown with sports and how, um, it it never really changes. You're always going to have that love for whatever you, whatever you pursue and whatever you love to watch. So I agree. Uh, and also, if I had to wrap this this up in like a sentence, um, if if you're looking at the, the differentiation between uh, high school, college, and professional, um, I'd say high school you play for fun, college you um, play to compete.
1: Yeah, you find you find things. what you're really playing the sport for.
0: Play play to compete, stay in the game, and then you know, professional is just you're playing for life. Sure. So that's kind of the way I would differentiate it. Um, and you can be in like that college level or that high school level aspiring to play for life. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's how I would wrap that up. I don't know if you have any other words, but that's pretty much all I got.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that does a pretty good job. Um, I, I agree with you, and I think – I think just at the college level you just find um like why you're playing the sport you you know you find reasons sometimes it's you know family matters sometimes it's um just personally but um sometimes it's even to to live up to family um, expectations. expectations yeah so you really find uh what you're playing the sport for when you when you get to co- when you get to the college level because it's a grind and you yeah. don't do it you don't do it unless you know what you're doing it for. So
0: yeah, and you know, one, one quick thing, real real quick, um, you know, yeah, like you said, make sure you know what you're doing it for. Once you, I mean, personally, we can talk upon the high school and college level based on experience, but make sure make sure you know what you're doing it for. If you know you're doing it for somebody else, if you're doing it for a family expectation, and you don't love the game, don't go that route. Don't play the game if you don't love it like you used to. Um, don't do it for a family expectation because you're afraid to let somebody, you're afraid to, to stop playing because you're going to let somebody else down, play it all for the right reasons. Um, if you, if you do it all for the right reasons, you're going to end up where you want to be and you're going to end up happy. And at the end of the day, you know, happiness is what matters. Um, and I know for me, sports, baseball, especially brings and brings that happiness out of me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm still playing. You know, if I, if I wasn't loving playing, I would, I would quit. Or not quit, or I just stop playing. So, you know, play for the right reasons, and, and you'll find that happiness. I agree. So, yep, that's gonna that's gonna do it for this episode. Um, we'll have a, an episode on Sound Up this week. What's gonna be uh, interesting? We're gonna be talking about you know our worst pain for a sneak peek. Um, so that'll be up on Sunday at 12 um, and then we'll have another episode of MST um, I think we have a few ideas we're not going to leak anything yet uh, but we'll uh, definitely start back up with the guests in a couple weeks so if you're listening and you want to join just DM us or whatever or get in contact with one of us and we'll try and get you on uh, for you can be the uh, maybe the, the premier guests of season 2 of our interviews and um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much going to do it. Um, uh, Eric, you the last words.
1: That's going to do it for me.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for stopping in guys. We'll catch you next time.
1: See ya.